All right, so a lot of people and professionals get so sucked up with their work that they just totally forget about being healthy. I think we're fortunate because we live here in Miami and physical fitness is such an important part of the environment here. The weather is always nice. People and the environment are, allows it. And people are always outside. So yeah. you have an opportunity really to continue to try to stay healthy. And I think like some maybe European cities, it's not all about work in Miami. You're not asked to work until midnight like you are in New York City. So you can find some personal time for fitness. But still, a lot of people as they get older, they, they start to fall off and forget about the importance of keeping themselves healthy. For me, and I know for you, it is impossible to operate in a professional environment if I'm not doing something physical on the side. It's part of my psychology. It's, yeah. it's a psychological, it, it is like my psychologist in a lot of ways. And without it, I don't know how I would operate. Well, of course, there's a very Roman, uh, a very famous you know, Roman saying in Latin, and I'm, I'm going to butcher it in Latin, but sound body, sound mind. And when that goes out of focus and people get too caught up, and I think it's getting worse now with remote work because the boundaries start to get blurred. And I think a lot of times it's even more difficult for people to carve out time to do exercise, maybe, you know, to, to do meditation, whatever they do. But I think, let's just talk about exercise. Now, I think mental health and, and wellness has become a very hot topic right now. And that's extremely important. But I think it all starts with just doing basic exercise and having a routine. Well, It has to be a routine. What's funny is, I know you said this to me before, like I'll come into the office and you'll immediately know that I did not go running or work out that morning because I just am not the same person. Of you know, course. My attitude is worse. I don't feel as awake. I don't feel as motivated. And it's written all over my face because it's become such an integral part of my life for the past 25 years that if I don't do it, then my my mental health and my, my mental acuity suffers. It's not just physical. It becomes something about the way that I'm operating within the world mentally. But where do you think that that comes from? People who have deeply ingrained exercise routines. Where does that come from? Is that something that you adopt as a kid? Is that something you're you're taught as a kid, you're exposed to? Not me. It's interesting. My, my parents were, when I was a kid, my parents were smokers and they weren't particularly physically uh, active. You know, they're actually more active now in their 70s than they were when they were in their 30s. So I don't think that has anything to do with, with a family environment for me. I didn't even, I always worked out in high school, but it was more, you know, for wanting to get like big and strong yeah, as a course. guy and but, like when I was 16. But that's okay. I, vanity should play a role in exercise. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I think wanting to improve or maintain your physical appearance, there's nothing wrong with that inherently. I think that can be a strong motivator for a lot of people. I think at this point, it's purely habitual. You know, there are certain things in life that are habitual. Like you have routines that you do throughout the day. And for me, Go, getting up in the morning, and it's typically running, but I've tried to mix up weight training as I've gotten older because I think it's important for as you get older to, to lift weights more than just like break down muscle running. But it's a, a routine now. Like this morning I woke up, I, had, I was tired, and it would be very easy for me just to roll over in bed and say I'm not going to do it today. But it's just not part of who I am. I had to get out there and get So the, and the routine part of it I think is so critical. I think without a routine, it's very easy to say, uh, 
screw it, I'm not going to work out today. Because at the, it's called work, work out, <laughs> emphasis on the work part. And, and, and it takes a lot of effort to do it. I mean, sure, it can be enjoyable sometimes, not all the time. And the only way to incorporate that with some, you know, in a sustainable way is to make it into a routine. And, and I guess that gets into psychology. And I'm by, you know, far from any sort of expert on, on the you know, routine, how, how do you form a routine and how do you have a routine that actually sticks. And I think that that's like a new wave of, of fitness right now, people, you know, the more psychological aspect of it, trying to help people form habits and, and form routines. I guess a habit and a routine are actually different things. It's, it's very difficult to, to develop these things later in life. I, you know, I run, I run half marathons. I've never run a full, but I run the half just about every year. And when you look at the results, either of the half marathon or a 5K or even a full marathon, you have sort of your elite runners that span different age groups. Then you got the guys who are like, men and women who are like 16 to 25 who are just young and they could just naturally just you yeah. know, run and do whatever. But the real competitive folks are over 40. And there's a reason for that is if you are still running and active over 40, it's likely habitual, likely part of your routine and you're good at it. You've been doing it for years. So the training makes you better and better as you get older and older. If you look at the at the the runtime of the winners in the 40 to 55 range of these races, I guarantee you that they're either at or better than the people who are 25. It's just because they've been doing it for so long, it's become part of their life. And I think that if you're not starting this and be making it part of your life at a young age, it's very, very difficult to make it part of your life as you get into your 40s. Because think about it, we have kids. You know, when I was young, before I had kids, I could just work out at three o'clock in the afternoon or whatever. I could just pick a random time. Now, the only real time that I have to exercise is between 5.30 and 7.30 in the morning. After that, the whole rest of the day is either getting my kids to school or camp, going to work. Then when I get home, I, I want to spend time with them, yeah. get them ready for bed. Like the night, you forget have to. it, it's over. So you have to build that time in in the morning. So if you're not starting but that as a young person, it's very difficult to I do it. I agree older. with you. So there's a couple things in there that I've been thinking about. First is teaching your kids that exercise is extremely important. Not just sports, but exercise and fitness and having them exposed to that. So I'll go out of my way with my wife to make sure that the kids understand like we're doing exercise. This is just part of life. You have to do exercise, it's important, and you have to stick with it. So I think like anything, good habits or bad habits, when your kids see them, it, they incorporate that into what they think is normal. So I think anyone who's raising kids right now should take some time out to think about how they're gonna expose their kids to exercise and ingrain that in them, that having an exercise routine is fundamental and it's indispensable. I also think that what you said is equally important, making time. I think that the number one excuse probably for not working out enough or not doing any exercise at all is I don't have enough time. I remember my dad always telling me and, and telling other people, like there's no, you, you can make time to do exercise, period. You can always make time to do that. You have to make time to do that. And if you don't, the obvious consequences are pretty significant well, because you, if you think about the way that people's lifestyles are, you know, it's very difficult to maintain. Like you can try your best to eat vegetables and just maintain a healthy diet. That's that's great. If you can get out there and be physical, that's going to be the counterbalance to alcohol, to eating food that's not good for you, and just keeping your your blood pumping. 
But what I've found is, and you see this a lot of times, is that successful people are oftentimes the ones who are exercising the most. There's a correlation between it's, physical fitness and many things. I think it's because there's obviously it's hard to maintain the focus of a healthy lifestyle, just like it's hard to maintain the focus of running a business or, or doing something on the professional side. It's also that people who reach a certain level in, in their professional life are likely somewhat obsessive compulsive in the way that they they do their and their, disciplined their, and extremely disciplined and that's what and they and that 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 goes into all aspects of their life whether it's going to be from a fitness standpoint from a work standpoint from a family standpoint so there is certainly like a correlation between the way that you act fit with physical fitness and the way that you might conduct yourself from a work way what i wonder is if it's the reverse if you start young in a disciplined way and teaching yourself how to be physically fit does that lead to success from a business standpoint because you're teaching yourself that level of discipline and hard work? I think it all goes hand in hand. You know, so it's a matter of degree if you're looking at, you know, the most successful business people on earth. Sure, I think that there's a, a high correlation between that and extreme physical fitness, right? So I think they can be extreme at both levels. And some people take it too far, oh, yeah. by the way. But I think that what what... We started talking about this. I guess we both took it for granted. Since we've known one another, we both have exercised, you know, every day. And it's just my lifestyle, your lifestyle. We never really spoke about it much. Right. We've started to speak about it more, as, unfortunately, as we've gotten a little bit older. And I think that when you look around and you start to see some of your peers and some of your friends, in particular, a lot of them who live in different cities, uh, and you start to see that, you know, in colder climates, places where they're really stuck in their basements for months at a time, it certainly makes it more challenging. We have it easy here because, you know, year-round we can go for a run outside. Oh, my biggest not, complaint you know, is that today it was hot. And, yeah, it was brutal you know, this so morning. It was hard to run this morning because it was hot. But, I was out this morning. I could barely breathe. But I'd much rather do that than run when it's 20 degrees below zero well, in like you Minnesota. Can. You know, so that's we're, – we're, we're very fortunate that we live in an environment like that. But it is – you know, if I could impart upon anybody young, when I say young, let's call it like under 35, that has not made that part of their routine, just getting up every day and finding 15 to 30 minutes to exercise. I truly believe that making that part of your daily routine leads to success in all other aspects of your life. Because the more, as you get older, the more sedentary you become, the more you suffer from health problems, the more you'll gain weight and you'll feel out of shape. All naturally, That yeah. will lead to people feeling depressed. It will lead to people of feeling course. tired, you know, unable to be productive. So by continuing to infuse that sort of extra energy in from exercise, you're able to beat down some of those factors that are very difficult to control as you get older and you can fight off And age. this is one thing that you can control is just go for a walk in the morning. If there's yeah. one thing you can control that and by controlling that, it can influence a lot of things that you don't necessarily have direct control over. But I'll tell you one thing that's, that I have found ironic, as I observe over the last years, a lot of times, and this is something I hope our audience listens to, a lot of the people who I see who are the most sedentary going into their mid-30s when things start to catch up with you are the people who never had to work out for vanity purposes, right? So people who are naturally thin, people who you know were naturally muscular, whatever, whatever it is, they, they have great genetics. Young as you know, when they're younger, they don't have to pay attention to their diet. Then, as they age, things start to catch up with them, and they don't have any routine. They've never worked out in their entire life. They don't do exercise. A lot of times, you see that more acutely, and and seeing that over the years has made me 
think about it more and just to redouble my efforts to not only maintain my habits, but really try to reinforce that in my kids. Well, with the kids, I think that's also really an important factor. Because like you said before, you were asking about growing up, I did not have somebody that was teaching me physical fitness necessarily. I think it's a generational thing also. It, it could be. like I mean, when we were younger, parents smoked. People don't smoke yeah. anymore. There, there's, there's all that stuff. But and it's also, I think that, at least in this environment in Miami, being 45 years old like I am does not mean that you're old. People are still going out all the time. They're very social. So there's a lot of reasons why you want to keep yourself feeling youthful and feeling young, and that's part of the environment. But I have my son who's six years old running 5Ks with me because he wants to because I want to teach him to be physical. You know, I have my daughters out there playing soccer and playing basketball on a regular basis just to try to make sure that they're constantly doing something physical. Because at today's age, especially with younger people and the distractions of gaming or technology or things that will keep you from going outside, there's even more of a concern that if you don't instill that in people at a young age, the, oh. the problems are going to get much, much worse. Yeah, that's becoming, I think, even a public a public health crisis at this point, it which is. that's a whole other conversation. But, yeah, but that's the way to counter that is to really bring people, the best bring way. the young people in with you. To sh- like, I know that your boys are a lot of times sitting in the gym with you while you're working out. So they may not be doing it, but they're watching I've it. I've always exposed them to that since they were infants. And my kids for me, know, it's been very important. My kids know in the morning, if I'm not in the house, it, when they wake up, it's because I'm out running so or working out. So to them, when they, as they grow up, it's unthinkable not to be doing exercise daily. Of course. It's unthinkable. So that'll conclude this quick episode of Trials and Tribulations. Get out there, run, work out, walk. Do something physical because not only will it make you feel better physically, but it will add a lot to your professional life because you won't feel tired. You won't feel run down. It will really do a lot to enhance your life in general. You won't feel as tired. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining us. This episode was sponsored by Level Ask. Level Ask is designed by plaintiff lawyers for plaintiff lawyers. We empower our colleagues by providing the capital and risk management tools necessary to defeat big corporations and insurance companies.